Welcome back to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your host Adungwut and I'm joined by the wonderful Stephen Taban today. Welcome Stephen. I'm like ex- super excited. I've, I've seen some of the podcasts you've done and your energy is awesome. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for um, deciding to sit next to me today <laughs> and, and letting me bombard you with random questions. Love it. Let's do it. Um, so Stephen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Stephen Taban? I think like everyone has a, a different book to tell, but uh, on the surface, if you say where I am and how I got here today, I'm a director of Create Real Estate. We have 20 staff, uh, one of the leading agents in Sunshine and Brimbank. Um, I'm the vice president on the Sunshine Committee, as well as a couple sports clubs committees. So I guess that's probably the, the quick way of doing it. <laughs> okay. Um, and what brought you down to um, BLF's next bow today? Uh, look, I, I think it's a great initiative um, and being able to reach out to the community and create support in what's happening next and sort of be, be able to be a positive outlook on how to get into the job force, how, what to look for, how to get, if you want to get into certain fields is sort of what, what brought me down, particularly real estate being such a, a sort of right, it's really right wing compared to a lot of the other ones where yeah, there's a straight path and real estate sort of like most people have no clue how to sort of step in. So for me, that was probably the big thing. Yeah, I, I'm actually really interested to hear more about real estate, especially because it's become the new hot thing, right? On Netflix and stuff, there's all <laughs> yeah, those reality. Selling sunsets, <laughs> all those ones. Yeah, and it really makes real estate look popping. I'm like, oh, maybe that's... I know, but like it's uh, there's different sorts. Like uh, there's there's definitely like there's agents like that that have like the slick hair and the shiny shoes and <laughs> yeah. the million dollar suits and, you know, they look like... Um, and then like for, for the most part, you know, like it's the, the image is... is it's, most of it's rental. I see a lot of agents doing it. It's it's a very tough perception for a lot of people, and it creates unrealistic foundations for people that want to get in there. And when people get in, it's the work. Like some people come in and they've just they rent cars, they rent laptops, and it's, it's, a, it's like crazy. a facade. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So tell me how you got into the real estate business. Um, actually, I'm. Well, this is going to sound weird, but I finished school and sort of had no idea what I was doing. Um, at all, like I had no clue. I was like, I'm gonna go study to do a bit of, to get a bit of education. I did my bachelor's in business, but before I was doing that, I was like, I need a job. And so I uh, went around to my family and I was like, help me. Help. Uh, yeah, like for real, like <laughs> just, what can I, give me any job. And, mm. and real estate, literally I just fell into it. So my dad came up and said, look, I've got a friend that's in real estate. Why don't you have a chat with him? I went there and he was like, nah, we don't need anyone. This is actually true. And I'm like, I'll work for free. Mm. Wow. Wow. And that's that's fantastic because honestly, um, I think sometimes we have to put in work for free to show people that we are capable. I, I think if, if you want something, um, and look, I, I know it sounds crazy. It's like well, you just said you didn't want the job, but I wanted a job. I needed something to start. And I, I know that when I set my mind to something, I can I can really achieve something. So for me, it was like, you know what? Let me get in the door. I'll prove that I'm good enough to be paid. That's it. Um, and it didn't take long. I started earning commissions and I was like, wow, I really like this thing. I love that. And you know, that's just, it's so inspiring for young people because a lot of young people are told you have to go to school, you have to get a degree, you know, before you can amount to anything. After you go to school and get a degree, then you need also that five-year experience that 100%. no one wants to give you an opportunity for. 100%. You know, and like you said, you didn't study for it necessarily, but you came in with a passion and you did the thing, right? And um, it also proves that there's so many things in life that are transferable. 100%. You don't need a piece of paper for you to be an expert in how to communicate with people. Uh, Look, I look at it this way. If you go back 20, 30 years ago, 
you people pass down trades. You didn't need to go to school to do it. You just go there and you'd work with a doctor yes. to become a doctor. And not maybe 30 years for doctors, but like for most things, even electricians, plumbers and everything, you need to, you need to go to school to learn them now. But you go back a, you know, a little bit ago and it was, you go work with someone and that's how you do it. And I think the practicality of it is, is that most people don't learn from a book. Most, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Like the reality is I don't either. Um, and, you know, you, some, you put a tool in someone's hands and you tell them, you know, this is what you need to do. And all of a sudden they've got some skill. That's it. That's it. I mean, the future is really changing rapidly. And even the skills that we're going to need for the future is changing. Yeah. In your opinion, what skills do you think young people really have to start working on and focusing on? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not really the youngest. And I think most young people have a massive advantage in the sense that they, they start with technology in their hand. Okay. Um, and I think a base level of technology, um, you know, a base understanding of technology is key for any industry these days. And I think it's the way the way things are evolving is that even doctors are going to eventually do most of their consulting online. Mm. So no matter what field you're going to go into, I feel like that's a good base or start point. Um, and the reality is we all play with our phones. We all sit on our computers for hours. Yes. So I think anyone can really have the base level skills to get into it. It's true. It's true. And I feel like other skills as well, like, I mean, communication skills are never going to go out of style. You have to be able to communicate with people even 100%, though. 100%, yeah. I don't know. I feel like most jobs are going to get taken over by the robots, all right? <laughs> yeah. I'm the conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Um, but you still need to learn how to talk. 100%. And look, I look at this. It's even if jobs do get, some jobs will get replaced by robots. The reality is someone's going to program those robots. There's going to need to be team leaders. There's going to need to be maintenance. And people say, well, you can get bots to do the maintenance. And I'm mm. like, how far do we really want to go with this? But the reality is someone is always going to be needing to do something. Exactly. Someone has to be behind the machine. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Okay. Um, and I know you didn't want to brag earlier, but you're doing like 150 million things on top of this real estate agency. Yeah. You said you were in a bunch of committees and, and boards and you mentioned sports before. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love the fact that, well, a lot of people use sport as a, I guess, social cohesion and well-being and brings the community together and things like that. So tell me a little bit more about your sports life so i mean for me uh every club that i sponsor or i'm on a committee member now i actually didn't ever play at them so mm. i played at different clubs when i grew up i was playing soccer at green gully um i've done i do boxing in sunshine north in brooklyn boxing um and i go gym every day um but for the clubs that i'm attached to the thing that attracted me to them the most was their their community that they're, they're a part of a community they care and they want to give back mm. um and i think that in this day and age where technology does separate us a lot Community is key, um, and there's nothing like you know a brother or sister and, and connecting with them. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, totally agree. Um, I wish I was fitter, but I do <laughs> rock up to sports clubs just for that community. 100%. You know, I sit on the stands and I'll yell and whatnot. Um, so no, totally agree. And Stephen, just to finish off, um, yep. what advice do you have, if any, um, to our future generation? I'd say that um, when it comes to looking for anything. Expect that there's going to be 50 no's before you get a yes. Mm. Um, and whenever you knock one no down, don't be disheartened. Just be like, you know what? I'm actually one step closer to my yes now. And I think that's probably the biggest thing because for so many of us, and the reality is not every door opens all the time. Um, but if you keep knocking on that door um, and you're persistent, eventually someone will just not open just to be like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, no, I totally, totally agree. And, you know, you can apply for 100 jobs, but you only need one. 
absolutely. And a lot of us, I think, the reason that peop- so many people fail is because they just stop trying. They think that the first sign of failure means that nothing good is going to come out of life. So. Yeah. And look, I'd like to probably add something. When you're applying for jobs, don't just apply online. Walk mm. into the shop. I found that, um, you know, as a director, I've interviewed probably in the, in the years that I've had, I've probably interviewed a thousand people. And the people that tend to get further in my interviews are the people that not only they'll, they'll search out for my phone online or they'll look for some information and they'll reach out another way because it shows someone else that you're proactive and you're keen on getting that role. Um, and even some people that were lesser candidates with no experience have gotten roles in my business because they're just hungry. That initiative. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's actually really, really good advice um, that I think a lot of young people would enjoy hearing because, you know, everything is online these days. And it's, Im- well, I don't want to say it's embarrassing. It <laughs> feels kind of embarrassing when you're walking around with paper on hand trying to give it out. But it does show that you're committed yep. and you're taking that initiative and, you know, I guess, putting your best foot forward. And for a lot of people, that's all it takes for you to stand out from the crowd. Yeah. And I I guess on that as well is it's, if you're just passing on something to the reception, it's basically like sending an email. Mm. So just, you know, I always say is, look, can you ask for, ask for a manager or ask for like, depending if, even if you're going into retail, ask for the floor manager or the, you know, the owner and say, Hey, look, I'd like to be able to meet them. And if they're not there, come back another time. That's it. Oh, that was, that was a gem. Yep. I'm gonna keep. I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll st- I'll go and give th- that advice around and s- slap my name on it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, um, Stephen, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You were listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your host Adunwood Manuel.